Hello, I have a guest on today who is someone I've known for a very, very long time. Since I moved to Los Angeles in 2009, in fact, they've accomplished so much since I met them and I cannot wait for you all to meet them. So here we go. Vico Ortiz. Vico Ortiz is a proud Latinx non-binary gender fluid actor slash activist born and raised in Puerto Rico. They received their education at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles. Their first breakthrough role was in the hit Amazon series Transparent, which opened their career to the LGBTQ plus entertainment community and paved the way to more recognized TV appearances in such shows as The Fosters, Lucifer, and Criminal Minds, among many others. More recently, Vico has had guest starring roles in American Horror Story 1984, the Stars Award-winning series Vita, and a recurring role in the GLAAD-nominated freeform comedy Everything's Gonna Be Okay, returning for its second season in 2021. Vico also received a 2021 Queerties Award nomination for their series regular role in the award-winning digital series These Thems. Vico will also star as a series regular in an up-and-coming Amazon Prime series set to release in 2021. Vico is also a rising star in the world of drag performers, creating the original and dynamic drag king Vico Suave, a character that was created by mixing their Hispanic, Caribbean, and American culture while exploring their own gender fluidity and sexuality. Their character Vico Suave is most recognized for their performance in Vita on Stars. They also made a commitment to use the character to advocate for the LGBTQ community. Some of the organizations they are committed to supporting are the Drew Project, and the Los Angeles LGBTQ Center, to name a few. Vigo's mission is visibility, to showcase diversity in the Latinx culture on stage, TV, and film. They want young queers and people around the globe to see characters on screen that are relatable, no matter their background, sexual orientation, or gender identity. Vigo's passion is to educate society on gender, inclusive language, and join the stream of voices within the entertainment industry that is constantly pushing and advocating for LGBTQ plus rights and their positive portrayals in the media. And here is this astonishing person, Vico Ortiz. Woo! Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is such an intro. I feel like the little monkey with the eyes closed emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh. <laughs> well, you're doing so much and it's beautiful and I love it. I think it's Thank I think you. it's wonderful. I yeah. I mean, what a, what an intro indeed. I'm glad you have that. And and it's, I can't believe I've known you for so long. It's I know. Been Holy shit. 12 years. <laughs> 12 years and we haven't aged a day. And yeah, we both look as youthful as ever, honestly. I agree. Younger now than when we did. Younger now. Yeah, even with the crippling anxiety and capitalism like right on our necks. <laughs> yeah. It's Hollywood, man. It's Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It makes you it just it it drains it it dries you out so that you don't age. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Actually, I, I I saw it though. I was like, we are aging like wine. It dries you out, you know. We're right. like grapes, but like classy grapes and classy I, grapes. I <laughs> right. No I was raisins. I to go with you, and now I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know where I'm going anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um. Yeah. Rough days in showbiz. Um, Vico has so much experience. I mean, I know that, um, you have a lot of stories and a lot of things you've been through. Um, and I'm looking forward to hearing about it and, and it's just, been, yeah, seeing your perspective. It's been an adventure. 
Yeah. 12 years in Hollywood, 12 years in Los Angeles, uh, 12 years is uh, growing both as an as an actor and as a as a human being. Uh, it's 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 an adventure to navigate the entertainment business that's so um so set in the binary and it's mm. it's interesting to see how it all has been shifting uh but they're still trying to uh put people in boxes and it's interesting because as an actor you don't want to put yourself in a box but you kind of have to put yourself in a box so they Ugh. so they know how to cast you um Damn, that's and that's true you need that business too <laughs> it's like oh shit. yeah you what now exactly you need to know how to market yourself. You need to be like, okay, so this is my box and this is what I can offer. But then uh, you also don't want to be in a box because you want to interpret all the things, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're also looking for authenticity. And I, when I first came to Los Angeles, I'm from Puerto Rico. I speak Spanish. I'm Latine. And I don't look like what the industry expects a uh latin feminine person to look like right right and even in in school when i came i came with short hair uh very tomboyish and one of the first things that they told me was to let my hair grow out have my curls out be oh. Latina. and i was oh, like no. oh so literally already i came in like you know being myself and ready to tackle in all these like different characters and then i had to like pretend to be this stereotype of what a latina looks like for hollywood's you know uh white cis hetero gays and i tried mm. it for a little bit and it didn't work out and i was like i'm done with this <laughs> i don't want Good. it <laughs> um and i shaved my head and i was like f these uh norms i'm gonna be myself uh, and it was rough in a little bit. Um, and you can, it's interesting to see, um, from an agent's perspective or through, cause thea theatrically, uh, I started to do really well because in TV and film, oh, that edgy look was like, yes, let's mm. do this. Right. But commercially it was like, wait, but you're Latina. So like, what is this like short hair, shaved head situation you got going on? Ugh. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I wasn't marketable that way. So I didn't start going out commercially until like literally before the pandemic. Um, wow. The, yeah. Like I didn't have a commercial agent for forever. What? I was like, no I way. This. <laughs> yeah. They don't, I was like, I don't, I don't, whatever. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to sell your fries. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, we need you to be softer. Very much so. It was like, I was too I was too edgy to be what they thought a Latina should look like, wow. but I wasn't edgy enough to be like because they wanted like the full tattoos and like the piercings and all <laughs> these things, and I I was like I like that look I just it's not like you know for me um, for now who knows give me like a couple more years and maybe I'll just like be tatted up maybe um, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, apart from, you know, I'm now I'm like rambling on like random things that happen in the show business and how they like want to, you know, put you in a box. No, please. Um, that's what this is about. <laughs> that's, that's why we're talking. That's that's what this show is about. Pretty much all of the all of the rough days. Um, yeah. But yes, essentially, uh, once I was like, I don't want these boxes. I'm done with them. Right. Uh the industry still wants to be like, well, so if you're not a woman and you're not a man, 
then you must be androgynous. And it's like, hmm. Hmm, no. Because <laughs> uh, the industry still sees like woman feminine, man masculine, non-binary androgynous. And that is not at all what it is. First of all, women don't owe you femininity. Men don't owe you masculinity. And non-binary people definitely don't owe you androgyny. Uh, but we're, we're growing, you know. The God. industry has its moments where it's like still it, they're, they're expanding their language. And we're moving slowly, but we're moving. So yeah. hooray for that, right? Oh my God! They're um, they're over here like we we but we added the third category. What what what? Wait, there's more. What? Well, give us another ten years to catch up, please. Oh, very much so. Very much. Everything. So. It's always ten years behind. Maybe more. Oh, probably more at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like Gen Zers on TikTok, they're like they're fast movers. These kids are like. Oh yeah. They are fast. So if you're not keeping up, I mean, like, trends go, come and go within 24 hours, if not less. Yep. <laughs> as soon as the so. merch sol- sells out, you're done. <laughs> That's it. That sweatshirt <laughs> is over. You've, you've already, before it's even shipped to you, it's out, it's out of style. Essentially. <laughs> um, so, yes. So in this, like, uh, want and a need for representation, right? Uh, I am seeing more productions that are like uh, putting in uh, queer, non-binary, gender fluid, transmasculine, transfeminine characters. Now, what's happening with this is that they are writing these without uh, that much representation on behind the camera. Uh, so there aren't people that are, you know, checking the script or mm. uh, or being on set as uh, advisors, right? And a lot of the time happens is that I am the only queer person of color on set, uh, you know, playing a character that was specifically written to be queer. But then not only am I there to be the actor, but I get a surprise job of being the educator on set, mm. uh, which is uh, not always pleasant. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, already passed the, the, the process of auditioning and all that stuff. And then I just want to get there and work and like, you know, give uh, a layered performance. But then on top of it, whenever I'm not, you know, uh, recording i when i'm you know taking a snack or whatever i have to be like talking to people and like explaining things because everyone's curious and everyone just wants to know which it is really really nice when people are genuinely like wanting to know and like get informed Mm. but also i'm like it's a time and place you know like maybe i just want to rest from this like moment um but some fun, some fun things that has happened in, in that <laughs> regard. Um, I, oh, uh, I had something happened uh, about a year and a half ago where literally uh, the director and writer had written a futuristic uh, non-binary character that was so 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 fun and it Mm. you know like through the whole script like they them pronouns and like going through gender fluidity and all these things and i'm like this is amazing like oh my gosh i cannot wait right 
to be on set and yeah. like, play this and like do this. Uh, normally, when I'm on sets and I have kind of an idea that I will probably be the only queer person there, I, I try to get uh, there, you know, a little bit early and try to catch the um, uh, what's the called the not it's is it, is it emergent oh safety meeting uh, oh. the safety meeting because uh, usually safety meetings if it's an independent project people usually go around and say their name and and uh, if it's a you know queer uh, project usually everyone goes says, says their name says their pronouns and their position on set but when I know that I'm probably gonna be the only queer person um, they're not gonna do that right but so I get there early so I can say my pronouns and say my name and ask people for their pronouns uh, so they can get used to it and like, hey, normalize saying your name and your pronouns. Yeah. But as I'm getting there, the safety meeting is ending and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I look around and I am not only the only queer person on the set, but I am the only uh, person of color. So I'm like, <laughs> great. So this is a set that's all uh, cis het white men and i'm like oh this is gonna be a fun one <laughs> um and right off the bat uh everyone is just using she her she her she her while i well and i'm like but they read this script like i am like they're seeing a character who's non-binary using they them pronouns yeah. in every single description and I'm like, wait, what's happening here? Like, nobody, w w there's no memo of, and I was trying to, like, figure out how to, because once the safety meeting happens and people are, like, on the go, there's, like, zero regards to, like, Oh, yeah. Any, it's just, you know, they're just, like, disperse. on the go. Yeah. Correct. So I'm like, how do I, uh, you know, s start talking about, um, you know, my pronouns and who I am in a way that's, because also, because I know that I'm like the only person of color, the only queer person in the set, it's a little nerve wracking because I'm like, I I don't want to upset <laughs> because it, it, there is that like fear of like, oh my gosh, I'm, it's like, I am my only bodyguard here. Like who has my back? I don't know. Um, yeah. And it was a little rough, but uh, throughout the, while well, we were like, you know, while I was getting makeup on and like, I was like loudly commenting like, oh, you know, this little, you know, non-binary fairy is going to grab a snack <laughs> like, and like giggle and like, you know, hint, grab a guys, snack. hint. Yes. Hinting, hinting, hinting. Oh, my and God. Then, um, and then while I was like, you know, filming, I was like, I just love this character. I love how they are so. And I was just like trying to be like, you know, hinting, hint. And as the morning uh, turned into afternoon and lunchtime. I started seeing, not seeing, hearing less and less she, her, and more like calling just my name. Uh, ah. So I'm like, okay, I think they're starting to like get that they've been misgendering me this whole time. Um, and then like the afternoon, it was like more and more just like, oh, Vico, can you actually move a little bit more to your left? Oh, can we have Vico move over here? And I was like, okay, I think they, I think they started to get it. But it was a rough morning because it's like I want to focus on my character i want to focus on the lines i want to focus on you know giving uh a, a great performance yeah. right uh but on top of it i'm like overthinking okay so everyone here is misgendering me and it's like uh, frustrating um how do i educate without like 
upsetting them because clearly I'm like, <laughs> it's only me here, you know, like yeah. who's going to like, I don't know who's going to be here and say like, oh yeah, like I got your back, Vico, I will tell them. Um, so it was a little rough uh, to, to come into, to come into that. <laughs> I bet. I would just say it should be, it has to be normalized. That's it. One, 100,000 has to be normalized. Uh, percent. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to be like, it's hard because I like to, you know, I like to educate. I really, really do. Uh, and I love to make videos about it and like engage and uh, have conversations that are coming from love and respect. Uh, but it is frustrating when you like come into a set and you, you your job is to perform but then apart from that you have to like fend for yourself and yeah. also educate people and uh it's it's one of those like how do i go about this without like completely putting myself down right like i yeah. invalidating my my um my identity for the sake of others right i've been taught to like i'm not it's it's I've always been taught to like uh, people please, right? And yeah, it's like, no, okay, that's true. So how do I like you know st keep my job and also right. like not uh, uh, put myself down? Um, so it's a very tricky little recipe that we're all in. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's also weird to me that they didn't, um, you know, look up your. I mean, didn't they? see who you were like look up your instagram and see that that's the, those those are the pronouns you used and really, and and not to mention you're playing the the character in the film like what it really is fascinating how do they not know <laughs> it really is fascinating when it's like when i'm so loudly queer everywhere and then like <laughs> and then like it happens and i'm like oh wait you didn't who how did you not get the memo <laughs> It's like yeah. almost the same. I mean, my queerness and being Puerto Rican come hand in hand. Like, if you don't know I'm queer and Puerto Rican, I don't know where you've been living. Like, it's one of the first things I say when I'm, like, in a space. <laughs> it's like, I'm queer, I'm Puerto Rican. That's the digest. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's visible. It's public. It's public. <laughs> yes. I mean, either that or I hate to say it or maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, we could talk about how the rest of the experience was, but maybe they just didn't care. That's, you know, that's, which bothers me because then it's like, oh, we wrote this character, but like, oh, we don't actually, you know what I mean? Which is kind of, kind of frightening to me, you know, that it's, it's just it kind is, of uh, try to appeal to an audience, but not actually live up to it in person one, behind the scenes. 100%. That is something, which is the reason when I was telling earlier that uh, it's important to not just hire trans non-binary actors, but also to have like someone in the staff whether it's a writer or someone on production that is also yep. of that experience because that's what happens you know they know that there is a need for it so they write characters that are like that but when it comes down to it they're not actually uh giving space providing a safe space uh for us to be on on these places and it's not just my experience it happens uh you know i'm i'm in this group of um uh, trans non-binary actors and we just have each other you know on a group text and um awesome 
And, <laughs> You're and just and like, it, you'll never believe what's happening to me right now. But the thing is, it's like it happens literally to all of us all the time. I in another rough. It was not even a rough day. It was just like a rough a uh, couple of uh, of months of production on on a project. Oh shit, that's a long time. Yeah, which is uh, and it, it's rough. It's rough for your for the mental health to uh, to you know come home every day, knowing that uh, you know you're not no, no one there uh well a few there uh believe in you but the others just like completely you know are don't care you know and yeah. i'm like oh my god uh how many times do i have to correct people i that was that one was rough because we started rehearsals uh over zoom and on zoom i have my name and i have my pronouns and i've learned because i do in my day-to-day -day life i do like using they them with sprinkles of he him and she her i do mm. like it but i only use it when i'm in queer spaces because i know that when i say in queer spaces that i use they them with sprinkles of he him and she her people are actually going to like play with with all the pronouns and not stay with one. So when I'm in a space mm. where I know I'm the only, you know, non-binary person, then I only give them they, them, or they, he, uh, because I already know they're going to use she, her, and I have to correct them. And if I say she, her as an option, they're going to be like, well, you use, well, you said you use she, her. And I'm like, yes, but a sprinkle. You're using it as a freaking cake. And I, the cake is they, them. <laughs> Um, so it's a lot easier to explain that when it's in a queer space, but when I'm not in a queer space, I only use they, them, or they, he. And, uh, and in this project, I was playing a transmasculine non-binary person, uh, who also uses they, them, and he, him. So I, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not even going to push she, her, because I already know they're going to be like, oh, well, this is a woman playing a man. And I'm like, that's problematic. So right. I knew that right off the bat that that was what's going to be in their minds. So I sent an email and I explained my identity and like put, you know, research, put information, put my pronouns, put the whole thing. Every Zoom, I had they, them, he, him. And we rehearsed for like a month and a half on Zoom and then we went on production live and everyone, just everyone kept being like, uh, yeah, can uh, can you, can uh, she come over here? And I'm like, they or he, can they come over here or he can come over here? And it, it was every time, every time. And I was like, y'all, like towards the end, I was just like, I am exhausted because I'm truly, I'm like, this is a, this project is about representation and yeah. the fight and like <laughs> i am representing this like you know experience and y'all are completely invalidating it every single day um i it was rough wow. it was honestly really rough and i was like listening to a lot of podcasts uh that were um uh hosted by uh non-binary trans folks so i so i could like, just listen to other people like me, like saying it's gonna be okay. And I would be like sobbing on the way to rehearsals, just like, I, my existence is valid. Like, I love myself. Like, I am real. Like, I am worthy. And it's like, and then rehearsing and knowing that everyone was gonna be messing up and I was the only Ugh. one correcting people. And then heading home and then just like looking at myself in the mirror and be like, you're gonna be okay. Like, 
hang in there. You're gonna get. You're gonna make it through. Um, so it was. It was like a rough process. And towards the end, uh, some people had some breakthroughs, and I had some really beautiful conversations with some folks. But it was like. Y'all, like, I, this is a lot of work for me. Like, I am putting myself out there. I am opening myself up. I'm being incredibly vulnerable with all of you. And uh, the least y'all could do is at least police each other, you know? Like, I cannot be the only person here correcting people every time they misgender me because I know that if I'm not in the room, then no one cares. Like, and then everyone is misgendering me. Everyone is just like seeing me as a woman and not as a non-binary person. And and it's like, if I'm not in the room, who's gonna vouch for me? Like, I don't see any of you vouching for me. And that was that I definitely after that project like had to take like a weekend away in the desert and like reconnect <laughs> with myself. I was like, this. No, is that makes rough. sense. <laughs> so it just yeah. man. <laughs> I can't believe that they they wrote this part for a trans masculine person and the set wasn't privy to that. Yep. And I'm not so the only it, one. I'm literally not the only one. Like it's it's I'm telling you, like in this in this group chat, we're, we've all had this happen. And it's not that yeah. much. Like just use a different pronoun. It it's not an inconvenience at all. Mm-hmm. This is the workforce. Like this is this is what we're doing now. People are, know themselves better. Sorry. No, I, I listen. I'm I'm right there with you. I went through a lot of conversations with friends, like in that process, and several of the processes. And I hear them. I hear their stories too. And it's one of those like, how is this happening? How is it that they're they're writing and casting, you know, trans non-binary people and not respecting, not validating, not ignoring our existence when they've specifically hired us so we could exist in this, you know, project. So it's, yeah. it's really, it's a very trippy, very, very trippy experience. That's gross. Yeah. That's gross to me. I agree. I agree with you 100,000%. Um, I mean, did the writers, <laughs> I mean, did the writers at least get it right? Like, did the director at least get it right? You know, the people who wrote the damn thing? For... For the one that was about a year and a half ago, yeah, because it was like, I mean, it was like, it, it had already written it to be, um, I mean, it's like, a, it's it's a non-binary future, everyone essentially is like gender fluid, so it was pretty, like, mm. the writer and director of that, like, had the idea of it. I think what upset me about that one project was that because the writer and director was there, and everyone else was using she, her, like, he wasn't protecting me, and I was like, that's kind mm. of a bummer, man. Like you wrote this specifically. Right. And like, you, yeah. what are you? Yeah. Like, <sighs> and I was the only one fending for myself, but he wasn't correcting anybody. So it's like, ah, great. And then for the other one, that doesn't make any sense. I know for the other one, it wasn't originally written to be trans masculine. Um, but when I read the script and I, they had me read for the character, I was like, what if we make this character like have this experience? I think it'll give it different layers. I think it'll give it a different um, perspective um, that is not something that we talk about often, especially in this culture. And um, and then I had a sit down with the uh, with the with the writer and it's funny because it's like immediately because it's a trans character, the writer who's not trans, he's a cis uh, het guy, was like, okay, well, we have to make 
this issue, like everyone doesn't like understand and whatever. And I'm like, what if everyone understands and the <laughs> problems that this character already has are enough because in the script i'm like this character is going through a lot already like why do you like i think it'll be more i think it'll be powerful for cis people and trans people to see a depiction of a trans character whose problems are not about their gender you know mm. and it's like because i think that's like, like any like any other character in anything yeah exactly. like <laughs> exactly like i think it is important to have yes stories that have to do with gender and all these things absolutely they're so so vital and absolutely important but also we can't it's not just about that right and uh and i think i was like let's let's not make it that right let's right. just have this character like be exactly how it is and i will you know, bring my perspective, I'll bring my nuances, I'll bring my experience, and it'll layer uh, the lines that you've already written in a different way. And I think that's plenty, right? Um, but it was definitely like, you know, a lot of questions that <clears throat> were pretty intrusive. And I was like, let's, like, I am here. I'm glad that we're having this conversation, but let's, uh, you cannot ask this, you know, like, you can't just yeah. like ask people the same way that you wouldn't ask your friends how your genitalia looks like you wouldn't ask oh, a trans person no. yeah so it's one of those like oh goodness we there's a lot of etiquette educating to do here but it, it's like it's a double-edged sword because like on one end i'm like glad that i had the opportunity to talk to this person and be like these are questions that you shouldn't be asking uh but another it's like god why are you still asking these questions like why is everyone so obsessed with what's between my legs um it's truly that's, that's yeah. awkward i mean I, I i wouldn't even say it. i feel like saying it's awkward diminishes it like it's just just don't like just don't talk about like why you wouldn't ask anybody that like nobody asked harrison ford that you know when he played like hey what does your dick look you know what i mean like well, <laughs> is it what it's like that's, so don't ask it from anybody else exactly the thing is because society has seen trans people as inferior as something other right then it doesn't it doesn't have the same we don't have the same uh or society doesn't see us with the same levity so like the, yep. yeah like you said like of course they wouldn't ask harrison for that but i mean how many times laverne cox has been asked that you know what i'm saying right and like yeah. i for me they're both icons right but it's really it's it's like that you know uh yep. society doesn't see us as like important so they treat us like we're not important and it's it's really shitty uh and it's and they hide it with the well i'm just curious and i'm like yeah but would you also be curious about harrison Ford's dick <laughs> right know, like, yeah hello uh yeah it's a it's a rough day in show business when you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are you are winning you are winning <laughs> i don't know if i want to win perfect though. <laughs> No, that's just the fact that you've you've said that you've said the catchphrase. It's making my life. It's made it's made my life. You've said it like three times. I love it. Keep saying it. <laughs> Great. It's a rough Perfect. one out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm very lucky that it is this time of uh and a lot of people are are banding together and I I have so many people in my life that inspire me and are pushing the envelope with me and it's like you know whomever gets a step 
um, up, like, you know, lifts people up again, and we just keep on, like, you know, trying to get up there. I mean, my goal is eventually to, like, uh, open up a, a production company and then just, like, give more opportunities to everyone, you know, just be like, all right, great, here's some money, like, tell your story, there you go. Wow. Um, I mean, that's... I hope that happens. Yeah, thank you. That's definitely... I could see you there. doing that. Yeah, you know. It's uh, it's the next uh, the next step post. Um, I mean, I'll still be acting, but it's one of those like, yeah, like I'm. I've love seeing actors who uh, who are using their their the money they've made, you know, making these big yeah. shows to get production companies and give that money to like people that are like getting their their leg up is awesome. Having someone on set that like absolutely sees you and like uses your name and uses your pronouns like makes a huge difference like yeah my serotonin levels are like skyrocketing like it really is incredible um it this is not like a rough day at showbiz it's like a good one uh i was in a commercial shoot last year and uh and it was really funny because like the the costume people are one of the first people that i'm come in contact with right um and uh I show up and I had already given them my sizes and my sizes are pretty, you know, I, I have, I, because I mix and match my clothing and usually, not usually, most uh, places sell either male clothing or female clothing. Like I have to, I have two different sets of sizes to give wardrobe. So when I came in, they were like, the second I got that, they were like, um, so we just want to make sure, uh, like what pronouns do you use and i was like oh my god this is mm. happening like i'm not even offering it like they are actually like asking me to make sure and because it felt so open and i was like well i use you know predominantly they them um if you feel like you can handle mixing and matching then i also like he him and she her and they both with me were like playing like using he him and she her and they them like back and forth and like it was so beautiful and I was like this is exactly like this is how fluid my gender is and y'all are like using it in language and it's like resonating and feeling so great like my whole experience with them was incredible and it made my my time that that one commercial shoot like so much more enjoyable knowing that I had people that like saw me um yeah. so i mean if there's any takeaway from this like people that are uh, hearing this who um are cisgender um and don't have that much experience with trans folks honestly like just using the name and pronouns goes a long way <laughs> i think yeah i mean i i for what it's worth me talking about myself now i <laughs> i did put he him on my bios, I mean, like my, my Twitter bios and stuff, because um, I get it. I mean, I get that the normalization of it, that that's that should just be how people introduce themselves and, and something that we speak of now. And it's not only normalizing it, but it's also protecting trans people, because what happens is if everyone has their pronouns in their bio, in their email, in their social right. media, then transphobic people who are verbally and sometimes physically violent to trans folks won't be able to target, you know? It's like, oh, everyone's yeah. using them. So it's not just like normalizing it, but it's protecting uh, trans people because it happens a yeah. lot that I'm like the only person on a Zoom call or like, it's like, you know, there's like 25 of us and I'm like the only one with pronouns. And it's like, 
very apparent that I'm the only trans person there. Whereas like when everyone has it, it's like, oh, I feel safe here. I feel protected. I feel taken care of. And that's huge. What do you have coming up for projects and stuff like that oh, if you, that you can talk about? Yes. Uh, well, the second season of Everything is Gonna Be Okay is premiering April 8th. Uh, so you'll see me in one of the episodes coming up. I think it'll be sometime Hell in May. Yeah. It's super awesome. It's such an incredible show that I'm so excited about. Um, and then that up-and-coming Amazon Prime video series that's coming out, uh, I believe, October of 2021. I cannot say name or anything at the moment other than that's coming up. Um, it's post-apocalyptic. I think that's the extent of oh, the information yeah. I'm allowed to say. Uh yeah, I am very active on Instagram. You can find me uh, as Puerto Rican Ninja, but the same N for Puerto Rican is the same N for Ninja. So just the one N. And on TikTok, Vico underscore Ortiz. You can try Twitter, but I'm never there. So try <laughs> it. So don't even bother. <laughs> Please follow Vico. I mean, working all the time. Like Instagram stories all the time, <laughs> good energy, positive energy all the time. Doing my best, doing my best. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I look at their stories just because I'm like, man, it's just, I want to like, I don't know. You're just, you're always doing stuff and you're always dancing and like eating good food. And I'm like, this is, I don't know, it just makes me feel better. It's like, I'm actually glad I'm on Instagram now. Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Of course. No, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you for being honest and um, sincere and um, genuine about all this stuff and, and just what really happens to you. And I think it's important that people know and have heard this. And yeah, it was honestly my pleasure. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Yay. Vico! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs>